Here on Renters Rising Radio, I'm Lauren Pespiza, formerly of the Young Jerks. I'm sitting here with my co-host, Evan George of uh, Boston DSA. How's it going? It's going good. How are you feeling? Fantastic. Thank you for letting me be your co-pilot on this magical journey. I like how he used the word letting him. That's exactly <laughs> Allowing. <what's going> <laughs> I, mean, I kind of hopped on. Yeah. I met yeah. you three hours ago. He brought the Google Docs. Okay. I did. Got to respect the Google Docs. Um, so we're here in the heart of Somerville, right next to our favorite Market Basket. We should start drinking Market Basket soda on air, by the way. We should. It's a thing. Um, and we are smashing beer cans already. We are also here with my producer, my brother in arms, my comrade, and my emotional support human. And totally not stalling because he suspiciously walked away from the mic. I think he's testing something here. Oh, but he's on a doggle. He's on a headset. He's, he's dongled up. <laughs> I'm announcing you. Yeah, we're going to let oh, you introduce hey, yourself. Really? You're the third yeah, wheel for this magical party. He's actually like the front wheel in a tricycle. That's true. <laughs> Without you, literally none of this equipment would exist. Without him, literally, like none of this would be going on right now. So we have got to thank Herb for investing his time and energy and emotional support and, you know, jokes. Um, in this movement. Anyway, we're here. We are Renters Rising Radio. We are coming to you live from Somerville, and we are introducing a new show right now, and this is part of a movement to uh, speak for the renters in the Boston area and to give a voice to the people who are trying to help us because what was the term you used? The term for what? Downward millennials? Downward millennials. We're a couple of downward millennials right here. And uh, we're trying to make a difference, and I want to build a community for you, and I want to like connect everyone to the people that uh, are going to help us. So, here we go. Um, what do we got? You're the one with the good docs and the itinerary. That's true. I mean, and just to be clear, I'm only on this to promote socialism, and may or may not as part of an FBI. He's uh, ju- he's operation. either a fellow traveler or a cop. I haven't decided yet. We'll see. We're gonna release that in like season two, season three. Yeah, this stuff. is <laughs> this is a subplot. Is he a cop or is he a communist? Are we being funded by Putin right now? Ooh, I like Copper Communist. That'd Copper be good. Communist. I'm going to have like a Boston DSA email poll and just try to figure that one out. We I could, like that. We could post it on Twitter. Oh, yeah. That there could be go. like our first official Twitter poll. Am yeah. I a Copper Communist? There you go. I like it. Um, all right. So I met you two hours ago at a bar. Yeah, literally. I just like, hey, want to do a show? Um, who are you? What inspired you to do this? Um, so I have a long history of talking on the radio and into the internet, and I used to do a show called The Young Jerks. A lot of you are probably familiar with it. Um, in fact, I was on last night with Mike Crawford, and I got the bug, man. I want to like do th- what Mike has done for the cannabis community for renters. Um, but to backtrack, The Young Jerks on, we were originally on WEMF radio. He was actually on a bunch of other stations before that. We keep getting bought out by developers, and they keep turning our buildings into luxury bullshit. So now we're, you know, we've kind of regrouped. We've got a lot of old equipment from WEMF here. I'm rocking the WEMF shirt, so keeping the dream alive um, and trying to do my own thing now. So I've also, you know, some of you may know me from, like, various other leftist activist movements over the years, um, but I'm not here trying to, like, blow up. You already know who I am. Um, I don't know who this guy is, though, so anyone know him? (laughs) (laughs) Please call in. Do you know anything about Evan George that I need to know? I was going to say, um... I've been on the scene in, in like this identity like just over a year. 
very surprised how much people have just given me a platform for things. It's been shocking. You're extremely effective. You have a very effective aura. I mean, so for, for everyone out there who's just like trying to figure out how to enter this world, the two big things you have to do is one, if you just show up on time, <laughs> like that's 80% of it. And the other 20% is if you know how to craft an agenda and like make a Google Excel thing work. Yeah, seriously. Just bring the Google Docs. That's all you have to do. Yeah. But no, I've been living in Boston the last six years, seven years. Used to live in JP for a few years. That's Boston. I know. Got out of public education, do disaster relief now, and I've been doing, uh, I'll call it left organizing for the last year. He's a rabble rouser, folks. That's true. And especially around renting stuff, because I was thinking about this the other day. So 10 years ago, I was living in New Orleans. I had my own apartment, paid about $800 a month, moved to New York City a few years later, had to get a roommate. Was paying nine hundred dollars a month. Moved to Boston. Had to get three roommates, paying nine hundred dollars a month. Oh, I I just now got to hear myself in the back. That's not good. I was gonna say, um, Herb, how's the uh, how's the tech going? Oh no! Don't worry. All right, our All producer's right. telling us to not worry, but I'm literally hearing myself the two minutes show in the past. must go on, even if time collapses yeah. in on us. We That's are true. in this creepy basement that we, I got to say, Herb, like, we put a lot of work in this spot. Yeah. Mostly you. Like, check go. out check out this lovely, brutalist brick wall behind us. and. What is the verb when you actually, like, laying, it's laying brick, isn't it? We laid some brick. Yeah, there you go. We laid some drywall. No, I mean, you can't see it from Yeah, this we'll do a tour at some point. We got to clean it up. But there's like a pool over there. <laughs> wrap around couch. It's gorgeous. And one lucky fan we will be allowed We have so much natural studio. light in here. That's true. <laughs> it is not distracting headlamps from yeah. what look like metal tin foil at all. And all of the colors are beautiful that we've decided to paint with. So, um, shout out to New Alliance for finding the spot. Um, we are the new, new, new alliance, the newest of the alliances. The newer alliance. The newest alliance, in fact. Okay, There's the been newest. many new alliances. Um, so, I mean, you just I just met you. That's so true. I don't know if you know the history of the community that we're kind of doing this with and the people who are, like, looking forward to seeing this happen. I do not. Now, I've seen you every day with an EMF T-shirt. I have a lot of them. Can you explain what that is? Uh, we're going to actually do an entire show on that at some point. That'd be cool. Oh, I love deep dives. Yeah, we're going to do a deep EMF dive. Trust me. We're going to get Ben in here. We're going to talk about the movement to save EMF. We're going to talk about the yeah. developers that like basically killed our culture um, in Central Square in Cambridge. And, you know, we're lucky to be in Somerville, to be honest. Like this, you know, we were in Brighton for a while, which would have been convenient for me. But this spot's dope. Um We'll go into all that, but basically, I like underground radio, and I like being able to uh, have a community of like artists, activists, musicians, um, all in one space where you know you can do a podcast and then hang out with whoever's around. Um, we're trying to rebuild that, um, and also use that to fight against gentrification, so we don't keep having to be refugees from one building to another all the time. Um, that would be nice. Yeah, that's. That's what the fight. That's what the fight's for. Um, so, anyway, I uh, I was talking, you know, yesterday uh, on the Young Jerks um, about a lot of the winning candidates uh, recently that we've, you know, elected in Boston, which I'm extremely proud of. And one of the things that came up was like DSA endorsements. So oh. wh what's with all this power, dude? It's awesome. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, we're being sought after all over the country. Actually, I mean, <laughs> I, I joke. Uh, Jeevan, uh, I'll go into the endorsements. Uh, Jeevan was, uh, did get like a national um, attention from his election. He was part of a Vox article that was just like, oh, DSA like, had a great night. Yeah. And so uh, somebody from our national out in New York sent me that. He goes, oh, Jeevan made national. Yeah. It's like, F yeah. Yeah. So uh, Boston DSA, we actually got, I was talking about this earlier today, like probably 20, 25 like incumbents, like people that have like been in Boston politics for a decade, like were reaching out to us about our endorsement. We were asking like for like, we're already literally the next day after the election, I'm meeting with two people who are running for Congress at the federal level in 2020. So we have a sex factor, we have some buzz, but going through all these different people asking us, four people got our endorsement. Uh, ben Simon, who you just mentioned, um, who's an incredible housing uh, advocate here in Cambridge, Jeevan uh, Wheeler, as we just mentioned, Lee Nave, and Curtis Tudor out in Bedford, and right. Lee Nave for Alston Brighton. Right. Uh, a few of them are friends of mine, um, and they will probably be regular contributors to the show, so look forward to seeing them on. Um, and so... One of the things that I've been impressed with about, you know, so, so tell us about what you do over there. What I do Did you D- make all this happen? You just like, was it when you came on or were they already rising up this DSA movement? Oh, so uh, DSA has been on the upswing. Um, all right. The stock's going up for socialism. Oh, absolutely. Nice. Huge. Oh, I mean, every poll that comes out says that more, yeah. more millennials favor socialism than capitalism, which is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Mostly because like it just scares um, it's probably too soon. Are we allowed to use the OK Boomer meme, which I still have I am. Seen. Oh, I, okay. So listen, uh, we have a guest in the future who will go into detail about how he OK Boomer Joe Biden recently, <laughs> um, one of a good friend of ours, and who will soon be a friend of the show. Um, but yeah, we can, we can do that. We can do OK Boomer. All right. So I got to put a pin in that because I got to be honest, I'm not confident I know what a meme is. I've had it explained to me like 30 You're not times. old. You should. <laughs> Where have no, you been? I'm not old. I just don't spend all my time on the internet. Uh, well, I do. So I'll explain. Um, uh, I actually, I don't know, not quite sure how to explain what a meme is. It just is. No, exactly. See, it's, whenever I ask people to give me a concrete it's basically, definition. It's basically what I think in these days. Um. <laughs> but uh, all right. But to answer your original question, uh, DSA had like 2,000 members nationwide as of 2014, 2015. And then this old guy in Vermont started... Uh, campaigning against Hillary Clinton and kept saying democratic socialist. Right. And then myself and most people just started Googling that term, even though I went to meetings back in 2013 before it was cool. So I get that little uh, tip of my cap. But DSA exploded in membership. They were just doubling every month. And then this woman named AOC ran in New York. And I joined actually the next day after her election. Because this like little organization that I thought was just like a bunch of old white guys talking about Cuba was now like oh a young political force that like understands power so right on yeah and we've just been owning ever since I keep seeing you guys come out in numbers and I'm like this DSA thing like they just yeah you totally blew up and um, as somebody who's been kind of around the activist movement there were I don't know if DSA was around during Occupy. There was socialist alternative. Um, so like like DSA existed, but right. in terms of like actual membership, I bet you socialist alternative had a, a lot younger. Those were like the zines being passed around. Yes. Back then, and I was like, oh, this is cool. Oh, we're not live anymore. Yeah, no, I just turned it off. But keep going with the show because I'm gonna. I I still got video and audio going. Okay, cool. So anyway, so that's where you come from, and you oh, are right, right. in some position of power in this uh, this movement uh, in uh, Boston. 
So we stay away from terms like power. Right, social Socialist with power. Didn't mean to offend. Uh, no, that's okay. Um, it sounds like you go to a lot of meetings. I go to, basically, being co-chair, being on the CC means you just have to answer emails constantly. And okay. I have to answer Slack communication constantly. Oh, so they're on Slack. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Got it. Um, so anyway, since you do go to all those meetings and deal with that and all that, and thank you for taking the time to um, come on the show and like help with building this. Uh, what uh, does how does that coincide with um, the housing rights movement? So one of the big big things we do is uh, like we have a housing working group who's incredible. Okay. Like like DSA, just like any like lefty organization, you have some people in one faction and some people in another. Everyone agrees our housing working group is money. And what they focus on is tenants' rights and building tenants' unions. Cool. And they've been coordinating with City Life, which thank you for the name yeah, of the show. Yeah, we kind of stole your hashtag, but we're going to give you so much credit for it. Trust Absolutely. Me. <laughs> the second we start getting donations, you start getting our donations. Exactly. But um, so we work hand in hand with them trying to build tenant unions cool. across Boston. But I mean, as you were saying earlier, the, like one of the major reasons millennials are looking at socialism over capitalism is our actual living conditions. Yes. Well, yeah, it's, it's, it's the downward millennial yeah. thing again. It seems like I have to struggle a lot harder and I'm working so much, and I'm not getting anything out of it. I so. mean, somewhere in my um, – just from, like, the last four days, clip the headline, millennials will get sick and die faster. That makes sense. From Vox. Because, yeah, so we work on average longer hours. We live in smaller, worse conditions. We travel further to work. We have less benefits. We're breathe breathing toxic air. Most of the food that we eat, like I think there was some study that one of every four random samples of baby food on the market has oh, yeah, I increased saw that. levels of like lead in it. Right. So <laughs> this is everything that like we're experiencing. So we're like, you know what? Maybe this whole market will sort itself out thing isn't actually working. Yeah. It's like a background toxicity, I think, that we're dealing with more and more, um, which is why, you know, the idea of like socialism appeals to me. Um, this show is going to be broader than that. Uh, we're probably socialists. I know he is. I probably am. So, um, yeah, so like the sneaky project of this show is to get you to eventually admit, like... You know how many DSA members, so when are you going to join? When are you going to join, Lauren? When are you going to be a card-carrying communist? See, that's why I'm the worst, because like technically like what I'm supposed to do is focus on increasing our membership, and I'm just like, oh, I'm like that's okay. Like, you know, there's a lot of ways to get involved. Yeah, but like when it's everybody you know is suddenly in DSA, I'm like, so when are you joining? I'm yeah. like, I don't but like, but but what we do is we take somebody who just like I'm just like a great like strong progressive Ivy of values, and then like six months later you're like a swamp Maoist, like <laughs> like Maoist. like voting like is treason, like you're all a bunch of sellouts, like I, like we try to pull you. Like, oh, that's crazy cool. Out. I mean, I, I I dig that. I feel like there's a punk rock attitude to that that I can relate to too. You know, if you're gonna stick it to the man at any point, I want to be part of that. So I respect that, and I respect the numbers you brought out and like won some local elections, like. And I seen I seen you bring out numbers to protest. I seen like Black Lives Matter and DSA marching in the streets during like you know when the Nazis came to down the first time or free speech rally or whatever. Um, we can go into that too at some point. That's been a thing that I've been yelling at for many years. Um, so it will be fun to discuss that. But and um, so Marty Walsh was on like one of the uh, like local Boston radio shows, and they accepted calls. Back to back to back calls were nice. all about um, the straight pride parade, yeah. the police response, the 
um, like the city uh, council was looking at like a ban on like face masks and all that. Right. Yeah, I had friends go to that hearing too, um, and you know we could we could stick it to Marty Walsh whenever we want. I'm happy to do that. That's fun. Actually, we should have him on the show. I think that'd be a lot of fun. He will not come on a show with me hosting. I promise. So we'll like we'll lead with me, and then we'll be like, oh, it just. You look like somebody who Marty Walsh <laughs> might be comfortable with now that I. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, like hey, Marty. Um. Oh yeah. I mean, I used to drink at the places that he used to drink at. Oh. So, but now he's doing great. Not punching at Adam for that, but um, very much like the same like neighborhood of Boston, uh, Boston. Which even though I sound like it, I'm actually not from Boston. This is all part of like the the cop cover. It's like I learned how to talk like right, this right. from Havel, Mass. Shout out Merrimack Valley. That's cool. That's cool. Could be worse. Could be like south of Boston. Um, so I'm jealous that you got to talk to like all like the newly elected people yesterday. From, really? With your we can talk to them. Your cool popular show. Yeah. With well, the young jerks. But um, no, give me uh, what's your feedback from the city council election? Um, so it was pretty awesome. You know, in, in generally there was a lot of wins. The um issue with the Julia and Alejandra like like recount is. I can't imagine how stressful it must be for both of them. They both yeah. have to get signatures, raise money if somebody wants you to sign. So, actually, you're collecting signatures for Julia, right? I am. Um, what does that mean? <laughs> all right. Because she, like, nobody can explain yeah. to me. So, all right, I tried looking into this. I loosely heard that the last time Boston had a recount election was 2001. If I'm wrong, somebody out there, Google it, hit us up on the show. Speaking of which, rent is rising at gmail.com. Right. Um, we'll plug the whole. Yeah, yeah. Just we'll email us that. anything. Right, e- email that. But from my understanding, this last time this happened was two thousand one, and then everyone realized, wow. So there is no citywide process for recount elections. We need to fix that. And similar to all voting things in this country, it was around two thousand one for the people who remember the presidential election. Nothing got fixed. So what right. I mean by that is, as it currently stands, any campaign can just say, "I want a recount," and then there are twenty two wards in Boston. So if I want a recount, I can say, I want to recount in that ward, and you're going to get 50 signatures to sign off, and then you can have a, your own recount in that ward. Okay. Does it, it doesn't seem to matter that this election was decided by 10 votes. Right. So what this means is that Alejandra, ideally, if we're going to do a citywide recount, has to get 50 signatures in all 22 wards by, like, Thursday or Friday. Th- th- those seem to be the two dates in, that, like, most of the, the activists are saying, like, we need to have this in by. Okay. And now Julia to make sure that she's represented, to make sure that she has people in the room, is also trying to get 50 signatures in all 22 wards. Because this, you would think the city would do this. You would think the city would just impound the votes right. and just like ha- make a hand tally, just hire some people and do it. But like this, Herb? Yeah. <laughs> like I'm in Herb here. And, but instead it falls on the campaigns to raise the money, to raise the legal fees, to get the volunteers. So what I'm doing is I'm – because like they're all on the same team. Yeah, I voted for both of them. So. Yeah, I mean, I voted for both of them. Right to the city, uh, endorsed both of them. They were on like a lot of the same slates. I knocked doors for both of them, and we, by just the greater we, we want like just a just do a full recount. Whoever wins wins. The movement continues. No bad blood. And they've been handling it very gracefully, which was one thing that I was super impressed with when Julia called in and yeah. what I've been seeing them po- them both post. Um, but you know, you can listen to the Young Jerk show from yesterday if you want to. <laughs> if you want to hear all about that because like there are sneaky ways if like i wanted to make it more favor me what i could do because like there are some wards that went for alejandra there's some wards that went for julia 
all like the data I've seen, I don't know if it was internal to the campaign, so I'm not gonna like reveal stuff until the elections after. But if let's say if I was Julia, I'd be like, oh, I am gonna have a recount, but only in the wards that I won in, because then statistically, if there was like a a, a ballot just like went through, didn't get counted, greater chance it went for me. And then vice versa, if Alejandro kind of wanted to like game it. She would say, I only want the recounts in the wards where I did better in. And they could do that? Yes. That's crazy. Because, again, you have to – It's it, the recount is by ward. So the only, right. way, the only way to do a full city citywide ward, again, to my understanding, if I'm wrong, hit us up, is you have to get all 22 to sign off, which is, again – Right. That's why everybody we just I know is doing different wards. I didn't want to do any of this. Nobody, like, yeah. but, but I mean, imagine as you were saying how hard this is for Alejandra and Julia. Yeah, yeah. Like you did a nine month process, you crossed the finish line, right? And then somebody said, "Oh no, no, no! Like you got to go run like three more miles." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's getting cold out. It's just awful. Yeah, and, um, and all your volunteers just wanted a break. A lot of people scheduled vacations like, right. for this week. We scheduled a podcast. Yeah, radio show. I'll, yeah, it's just like oh, like we'll all be free by yeah, then, right? We'll have Monday. plenty of time. This yeah. will be great. But if you live in Dorchester, uh, hit me up. I'm collecting signatures for wards 13, 14, 15, 16, and 17. Wow. All over the place. That's awesome. Um, I know that I intend to uh, hit up Lee Nave Jr. at some point this week and get all my roommates to sign on for Julia's. Has Lee – did Lee go on vacation? Yeah, but he's back. Oh, okay. He got back today. Oh, so he did so. a nice little mini vacation. Yeah, yeah. He went to Cleveland because that's, you know, a great vacation spot. Cleveland. We can talk to him about that. Um <laughs> Why would you go to Cleveland on vacation? <laughs> right. Okay. So you went to Cleveland. Very good. Um. So anyway, let's get. It's like around ten. We're not live on Facebook anymore. Oh, we are. Oh, hey. Hello, world. How's yeah. What's up, Facebook? Um, I'm just, I'm looking for something because I'm just like it's probably something that we have a lot to talk about. I know. No, I literally have like five pages worth of like news articles just from like the last three weeks that. I'm just like, oh, I want to bring that up. Oh, I want to bring that up. Yeah, so I want to bring up, you know what I want to, okay, let's bring up that stuff. I want to bring up what we want from you, the listeners, uh, uh, besides money. um, You know, I know that a lot of my friends and followers and people who are into this kind of thing uh, and are into the Renters Rising movement, and so I want to hear from you. I want you to email me your worst landlord stories. I want you to email me anything that's going on and i want you to call into the show what's our number 872 872 810 810 2125 2125 it doesn't have to make sense <laughs> um, thank you god yeah thank you for the voice I, of god i don't know why you did that voiceover <laughs> you could have just we, talked normal or get a post-it note. You could do that, too. I'm more dedicated than that. That's I'll just true. tattoo a Chicago number onto my yeah. arm for the show, for the cause. All but right. anyway, email us your worst landlord stories. Email us anything that you're working on as an activist or as an advocate or as a maybe newly elected member of city council or government. And, you know, we want to have you on. We want to hear what you're working on to help renters in the Boston area. And we want to build a community. Um, there's kind of a lot of movement in this issue right now, and it's kind of a big issue in Boston, so get on it, and I want to hear from you. This is your show, too. So, Renters Rising, you can also DM us at pretty much every social media, just at Renters Rising, anywhere, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Twitch. Uh, I don't have a Snapchat yet, but I'll make one if you want me to. Snapchat's um, still a thing? 
I don't know. What are the kids doing? A TikTok? Do we need to make one of those? Oh, yeah. We should probably make a TikTok. No, but they might ban TikTok. Oh, God. Uh, I don't know. Um, they think it's all like a front by the uh, like uh, the Communist Party of China <laughs> to like steal data. I swear to God, I was reading about this. They're having hearings about it. This is what they spend their time on. I'm starting a watch party to see what happens. Let's go. Ooh, what's a watch party? I don't know, but I think it means we're going to have more listeners. If you're playing I, it out loud I, in the computer. I just close it. Add co-host. Can I add you? Now I'm just playing around. But look, I could add you as a Well, that's why this is the uh, the soft launch. We're going to play with the tech. Yeah, so we're kind of messing around. I would love for people to interact to see. There you go. Dan um, the Man. What? Dan the Man is watching. Dan the Man is watching. Dan the Man, our biggest fan already. Call in. Uh, oh, we have, like, <laughs> we are live. We have viewers. And don't worry, that the phone number is up on the video as well. I see it. 872-810-2125. Are you a renter? Do you live in the Boston area? Do you want to talk about something? Do you want to tell me that I'm terrible at, po- at doing radio shows and that, you know, we should just let Evan take over from now on? Oh, yes. Because I, co- I will find you, <laughs> and I will change your mind. Um. Oh, okay. When when you said Dan, I'm just like, oh, I know. I think I know that name. There's now Dan Totten. There's yeah. a few Dans right now. Uh, so I don't know. How do we sound? Does, do we look like crap? Do we sound like crap? Do you have any advice? This is a soft launch, people. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. So right now we're just feeling stuff for tech issues. Like, we built this. was I completely wrong when I was explaining how the recount works? Yes. <laughs> if anybody wants to actually, like, uh, educate us on how this recount's yeah. supposed to work, I haven't gotten any straight answers yeah. out of anybody. Or if there's any like very anti rent control, like we're gonna yeah. we're gonna talk about this I think next week, playing the audio of the two creators of the statewide rent control. I can't band. wait for that because it is hilarious. Like a their motivations is just like you couldn't have I, scripted better. I have read stuff they've said, and it's like they will like give facts and then make the completely wrong conclusion based on them. And I'm like, did anybody writing this actually read this? Like, so I've I've seen some stuff from them too. Um, and you know, there's, uh, apparently we sound good enough. We can get guests soon. We can get a lot of, I'm actually excited because we have like a bunch of viewers right now. Um, so awesome. Yeah. I mean, like once my headset works, look at you, Herb. So, uh, is our Patreon (laughs) set up that we can get money at it? So ours is, but as we were just talking about, we don't know how much we're going to use the paywall. Yeah. You can donate to our Patreon, but I'm not sure we want to put our content behind a paywall. We're kind of still looking yes. into other options for that. I mean, I mean, th- so that's Lauren's idea. I'm a, I'm a socialist in the sheets, but a capitalist in the streets. Apparently. So, like, I want that cheddar. <laughs> like, Wait, I think you did it the other way around. You're a socialist in the streets and a capitalist in the sheets. No, no, no. I did it correctly. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm out there, not, like, hitting the pavement, doing the grind, that's when you're on, you're on the streets. Okay, well, when I'm grinding, uh, never mind. But <laughs> uh, I tend to be a pirate in all things, as uh, uh, many people know, and I don't like paywalls in general. I just want people to like our content anyway and want to, like, support us doing this because we're going to have some big guests. We're going to have some big names. I've got some musical acts lined up. I've got Got some oh, like awesome. comrades lined up for us getting once we get this going. Like, this is a joke show today, but this is going to be serious yeah. and this is going to be the, awesome. Uh, and we're bringing EMF back, we're bringing the oh. spirit, we're keeping the dream alive. And I'm here with my favorite producer of all yeah. the man, the legend, the herb. Hey, exactly. <laughs> the man of little words, yeah, the man of few whole, words, a whole lot of wires, few words, a big heart. Exactly. Well, I had a question um, about rent control, man. Okay, go shoot. Um, well, like, uh, 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 what about, like, like, all right, so, like, 
if profit, property taxes go up and uh, our landlords can't raise rent on people, wouldn't that like fuck over, uh, screw over landlords? So a lot of the okay. So first of all. I don't care. And second of all, um, <laughs> but like, if you want to like, so that's like my like gut reaction to that. But my second well, of like, all, like, like, like they end up losing the house and then some big developer comes in. So they, they tear down every single triple decker in the neighborhood. They put up like a, a, a gigantic building and then like, and then we're going to have to like answer to even bigger. Like, yes, you're right. So a lot of the uh, bills and like initiatives sort of being talked about actually leave out triple deckers where the landlord lives there or like it's not that big of a building um well, when it comes uh, to so control I at mean, least from what i've read like m you know people like mike Conley have said it kind of like excludes people like them to prevent that sort of thing from happening so, um and, and like the framing of your question made it sound a lot more of if there's a rent freeze right because right. like uh, as you were describing like property taxes especially in this market are going to continue to rise because property value is going to continue to rise at least until like we get that first big storm and most of the stuff starts flooding, but we'll talk about that later. Oh, so, please. so rent control is not a freeze on rent. Like for example, Oregon just passed a whole statewide um, rent control of like seven percent. So what it does is it puts a cap on the uh, amount that you can raise your rents. Because what does happen, kind of the scenario that you were describing, is a private equity firm or a large developer will buy up what was kind of like a low tenant area. And they'll say, oh, okay, great. Uh, your rent's going up $500 next month. And so, so it stops things like that. It's not a freeze. Oh, okay. Great question. Yeah, and that's that's part of it. And that's actually part of what I want to get into with a lot of our guests on the show is, like, you know, uh, I guess the nitty-gritty details of it. And then there's all these zoning issues that everybody I talk to is, like, you know, uh, we still need more housing. We just need to make it affordable. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I would love to go into that with future guests and you, actually. I mean, we could go into that right now, but this is like an intro show. That's true. I don't want to waste all the good. I mean, I will repeat myself every single week. And who are you anyway? Like, I want to. <laughs> Do you have a bill in Congress? <laughs> no, not yet. I mean, because. I could run. I don't want to, mostly because I don't speak for a community. We can take a poll at some point. Yeah, so I don't speak for a community, but if we can create a movement that can put pressure on 10, 15, 20, uh, 50 state reps, that's how you get it done. It's not about right. getting one seat. Right. It's about creating a movement behind it to push the entire thing. Yeah, but sometimes having a friend run is fun. That's true. Hey, we're going to have some great candidates in 2020. That's yeah. a spoiler alert. Spoiler alert, I and get, they'll I, be... I have a Google Excel doc in my bookmarks. Great candidates are coming. That's right, because you've got some you've got some uh, some people running for even bigger seats too. We're gonna we're gonna have a great guest lineup yeah. at some point on the show uh, starting soon. We're gonna have and the housing issue is the most important topic, but it is. We're gonna talk about some other things too. You've got a Google Doc for that. I do. What else is on the agenda for today or for like years for like to life? Come? For me personally, yeah. no. I mean, <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> well, this I want to be married by thirty five. Yeah. I want two kids, a white picket fence, and a dog. When they're no. just like, where do you see yourself in five years? He's got I'm a gay just like, agenda. Dude, dude, just give me. Oh yeah, we're gonna pick up that book. Yeah, we've got something. We've got some book reviews to do. Um, oh, I would love to do a weekly book review because uh, at least then it would. I, would, I would, used to be a lot better, like reading at least one to two books a week. But, what? But. But now, like the books that I'm reading are just like ridiculous. Will you stop flexing over there? Okay. Well, <laughs> that's why I had her put the camera there. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Herb. Jeez. But I mean, He's like, look at this book. <laughs> look how it's thick so it is. heavy. It's got so many pages. Um, I could have yeah. bought the small, thin book. But I, I like, like comic books. 
I love graphic novels. <sighs> okay. They're called graphic novels. <laughs> They're not comic books. Comic books are like the, the weekly or the monthly subscription thing. That's true. Well, yeah. There you go. Thanks, I, sir. I, Thanks for backing me I up mean, on I mean, I walked in and you were listening to anime. Like, you would probably know this more than me. Am I wrong? I thought they, I thought a graphic graphic novel was like a compilation of, like, what would be called? I actually have some really heavy uh, graphic novel compilations. I guess, you know so. what, dude? I've, I've, heard, uh, I've heard people refer to, to graphic novels due to the content behind the book. Really? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, I, like... Even I don't I really don't know what, so like, what, like which stands for what's a graphic novel, what's a comic book. Ugh. It's words. And what's a manga? Oh manga's Japanese. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. At least we know that what one. What if you translate it? Is it still a manga? Still manga, yeah. baby. Still manga. And okay. don't the pages go the other way? Some of them, yeah. Yeah. They They're authentic. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They flip right to left. Yeah, if uh, uh you'll you'll find some that that the American publishers will like flip the pages and like like publish and you know they're kind of cool especially like like akira ones from like earlier anyways sorry yeah we can have an entire show on this <laughs> at some point yeah. um, i got a question dude yes gotta go the dsa mm-hmm. the democratic socialist of america yep what is that so i actually need to have the history memorized because i get asked this so much yeah you need like a all right a there was this one guy who like in like i think the uh 60s and 70s kind of just, like, kept this organization going, kept the structure going. And then through the dawn of the neoliberal era, Chile, 1973 till today, there's just been, like, this group of, like, a thousand just white people that were just, like, we're just going to pay dues. We're just going to keep the structure going. So it was a union. Uh, I mean, th- that more has – like, it's a lot more like a book club, honestly. <laughs> okay. Like, and, like, they still made political endorsements. Like, DSA endorsed John Kerry. From 2004, which I can tell you right now, we would never endorse anyone close to that right now. Yeah. Like, okay, we have a very high bar just to get our endorsements. But it's, I mean, the it, the closest thing in the little back of my socialist card I get in my pocket, it's we're not a political party. We're an organization of activists. That's right. Fighting for different things. And that is different than a lot of other groups that I've been involved with, like the Mass Pirates, who are actually a political party you can register as, or like the Green Party or something. You can't just register as a democratic socialist. The DSA isn't that. Not yet. Do you guys do events? You, you know, guys it's kind of hard. Oh, no, I know. But, okay. I mean, part of it's, part of it's strategic. Right so, now. Yeah. Wait, well, do you guys do events or like uh, like like meet or something? Do you oh, like? yeah. So, <laughs> all right. If you're listening live, go to the Boston DSA f- Facebook page. Every and all of our events are listed there. New members are welcome. Just if you are a person who's interested, just show up. If you see a working group, if you see an event, but our like standing meetings that are a little bit more like a lot of the new members come. We have a general meeting once a month, third Saturday of every month. And we're trying to put on like new member orientations once a month, once every other month. Um, So we have constant events. I'm already bored. Yeah. I hate orientations. (laughs) I hate so, uh, so, I mean, there are some people, like, you're already plugged in. You already know the work. So I, I tell people, go to a working group first because that's where the work's done. Okay. Just show up to a working group. How, if housing is your thing, show up to the next housing working I'll group I'll show meeting. up to a housing working group at some point. Th- they are awesome. And, like, and you'll learn, like, tangible skills. Like, you'll learn canvassing. You'll learn door knocking. You'll learn how to talk to strangers from, uh, like, incomes and backgrounds completely different from yourself. And you'll actually do, like, huge good. Okay. All right. So is that uh, – oh, hey, we have a lot of, like, questions and comments. Um, but anyway, I think we should do some kind of poll at some point about whether I should become a card-carrying communist or not Ooh, and join nice. the DSA. That would be a good poll. Do it. Because um, I keep getting tempted. It's very tempting. It's like the forbidden fruit. 
It's like people keep being like, why aren't you in DSA yet? And I'm like, I yeah. don't know. All my all friends cool are. All the kids are doing it. Yeah. Everyone is doing it. Yeah. It seems like they keep having big wins, too. So, you yeah, know. Yeah, you want to be part of it. it. Just, I just don't like being part of anything. Well, luckily, we have, like, the lowest, like, bar of, like, I mean, you, you technically, if you want to have a vote, you pay dues. You get the nice little card. You can say you're a card-carrying socialist. Yeah. But, I mean, we have people that just, like, they show up and they just, they don't vote on, like, the new CC board, or should we endorse Bernie Sanders? But like, they just do the work. Okay. And honest to God, I'd rather you just show up. Do you guys have work. parties? Yes, and we're trying to do better than that. Okay. Um, we're trying to have more parties. Yeah, I feel like I'd go to the parties and help with the parties. Um, we're uh, talking about this on Wednesday. Going to try to do like a holiday party. Okay. We but could have a DSA party here. Look at all the art. We could. Oh, like all in the thing. Yeah, I, like, I we could have like space, a. a we've like, had like a call to arts alliance. I, mean, I know party I joked here. about the pool and the thing, but this is not a large area. No, but we have an area there, and okay. we have a community of like cool people. We could do a party okay. here for sure. All right. Not like a rave, though. I do want to do a rave. I at mean, some point. we do get out of hand, but that's. Okay. I love getting out of hand. Um. Anyway, we have some comments because people are watching us. This is a good sign. Cool. Um. So we have. Uh, you guys sound amazing. Well, that's good to hear. As so far as tech issues go, Michael Driscoll says you don't sound – you sound not that bad. Video All right, I'll take it. Fine. There you go. Uh, Gary says hi. What's Dan, up, Dan the Man Jarvis, we have a support. We love you, Dan. Thank you for watching. We're right next to Market Basket too. Um, in fact, he asked where are we located. Uh, I don't want to, like, bring out exactly the address, but I kind of just did. We are, we are by in a, the market. We're by the market basket in we an undisclosed this, location. Yeah. Um, we might even be inside the market basket. I was gonna say, right like now. you know, like that flapping door, like <laughs> like right behind, like where they cut the meat. Yeah. If you go past <laughs> there, take a left. There's a brick wall. That's where we're at. Yeah, we're just there, man. That's where Herb just sets up shop. Oh, we even have so we have uh, we have funny though. Okay, wait, hold on. Let me scroll back up. We got I'll never live in Mass and love Rhode Island. Oh, I lived in Rhode Island for three months. I couldn't do it. There's no work. Um, funny though, IT jobs pay way less, which is why I travel to Canton every day. Exactly. I lived in Providence, paid three fifty a month for rent and couldn't find a job. Um, pay in Rhode Island sucks, sucks ass. I can say that on the air for IT. Yes, it does. Exactly. That's why I fled back to Boston. Um, and I, I want the rent stories first. Like, what are you dealing with now? What are your worst rent yeah. stories? What are your worst roommate stories? But honestly, if you have a, my job sucks story. Yeah, we, those we are just, great too. Cause it's all interconnected. We're like, here for you. Yeah. Yeah. It's. Everything the downward millennials are facing. Do you have questions about your relationship? I can help. Oh, I'm awesome at that. Like, I have, I am not good in my own relationships, but I give great advice. Really? Yeah, very good. I don't do either, um, but we can pretend. I will. I, I like. I like to make. I'm very drama. good at online dating. If anyone needs some tips, you kind of seem like you would be very good at online dating. Ugh, gross. Um, <laughs> um, Okay, rave is awesome. Yes, we're gonna we'll we'll have a rave at some point. Uh, uh, what else? What else? I do uh, like that right now. The suggestion of a party is getting the most uh, <laughs> the most attention. Yeah. Hey, I made you a co-host on the show. Uh, See what you can do with that. Well, right now I got I got nine okay. percent of my battery. All right. All right. We're gonna make a plan for the event with a gallery. Ethan says Ethan uh, is like part of the ownership or like uh, establishment of this building and is totally down for us doing a thing here. For a second, I thought you forgot my name, and I'm just like it's Evan. <laughs> no, 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 no. This is an Ethan that made no, a No, no, no. I looked on your screen yeah, and I'm no. just like, um, it's like, all right, Michelle. Yeah, that's a great idea. <laughs> I like that name. I wouldn't mind Michelle. But you can call me whatever you want as long as you don't um, call me bro. Oh, I'm <laughs> now that I know that. Um, all right. 
in case You're... my uh, laptop dies on me, can I do a plug of an event that's coming yes, up? Yes, do Saturday. a plug of an event. We want events. Okay. Let's do it. Um, so uh, DSA is like a co-sponsor on it, but it's really not our thing. Uh, this is from the Right Care Alliance. So this Saturday at 10 a.m., Galaxy Park in Cambridge, it's the Pharma, blo- uh, Pharma Blood Money Protest for Insulin Victims. Ooh. And um, there are... And I'm hoping to bring it up before my thing died. But there have been a, a lot of uh, unnecessary deaths of people who have to ration their insulin. Uh, Maya, uh, Jada, Josh, Kayla, Megan, Mika, Jesse, Alec, Antavia, and Shane. Uh, they have, I believe, families will be coming down. And this is more of a public shaming of the pharmaceutical companies that have artificially increased the prices of insulin. And so, again, this is uh, – just go on Facebook. Farmer Blood Money Protest, November 16th. I'll say it again. Galaxy Park, Cambridge, 10 a.m. I believe I'll be a marshal at it. So, like, I'll be one of the friendly people that is just, like, making sure. Like, we're all walking together. Will you have uh, a hat? Um, like a marshal hat? I'll have, like, a vest. Oh, a vest. I'll Very have a good. vest. Very good. So, I'm... if you recognize me from that, please say hi. That'd be awesome. But I'll just be making sure everyone's safe in that. And, yeah, it's about shaming the pharmaceutical companies for the artificial insulin jackup, which is a fun story. Do you two know, like, the history of insulin? Uh, well, we have a diabetic. Oh, uh, Herbie, you diabetic? Yes, I am. Okay. Um, and my laughter was just like, you're going to like put in so much work. <laughs> like literally just to say, yes, that is correct. Yeah. He had to like lean over yeah. and like click a thing. And well, I, I mean, like everyone knows our entire um, healthcare industry is messed up. And luckily the Medicare for all movement's all about decommodifying it and housing is next. That's why I'm excited about this project. Yes. But- Insulin was created in like I think the 1930s by these three people, and they didn't want to put their name on the patent because they were like, "This is for everyone." Yeah. Like, like we didn't design this, and they sold it for one dollar. So for people who say that pharmaceutical companies, and this is a uh, common talking point, the drugs cost so much because it takes so much money and research and development to build these drugs. No, 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 no. They didn't do it. It cost one dollar was the patent, and these companies that get a hold of it, they have a monopoly over manufacturing because we don't compete and we don't negotiate pricing. And I think, like, there was some report, like, 40%, 50% of people who take insulin have to ration it because they can't afford it. It's, like, five, $600 a month. I think it goes up to 1000 in some places. So, anyway, there's a big event to help those families and to protest that this Saturday. That sounds like a worthy cause. And that a worthy, is awesome. Yes. A worthy thing to wake up for on a Saturday. Yes, and then after that is a, the DSA meeting. But oh. I didn't want to plug DSA immediately. I thought I felt this was a little bit more important. If you got the energy, uh, it's also in Cambridge, our general meeting. Again, come and say hi. I'll be the guy in probably the blue Patriots hat. Probably. I'll be the one looking like a cop. Marshalling oh, yeah. the parade. Yeah. I- I'll be, like, taking notes. Yeah. All right. Um, Do you have any plugs? Uh, what am I plugging? Um, I'm plugging our show next week at 8 uh, or 8.30 p.m. We're going to do this even more seriously. You can call us now. Our number is 872-810-2125. Say hi. Listen up. Um, we have a lot of like tech stuff to work out still. Uh, we're going to be trying to put this up on iTunes, put it up on Spotify, all that stuff. We have a Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash rising. If you have a better idea of how to give us money, hit us up. Um, <laughs> Yeah, we'll have to like put in like the show notes all the way you can give us money. Yeah, yeah, we'll like have a bunch of donation stuff. And then, um, um, you don't want to block good content, but we can create fun content for the people. Yeah, like we can do like a costume (laughs) episode. We can dress him in drag. We Um, can do that. I think he'd look very good in drag. We were also playing with an ASMR experience. Oh yeah, (laughs) but that will only be for the Patreon members. (laughs) Oh 
<laughs> We're going to get different items and rub them together against the mic. Oh, and man. you all will pay us a lot of money, apparently, to do that. <laughs> we can do some videos of me stepping on things. Oh, yeah. Like, again, <laughs> because this is for the movement. So if it gets yeah. us viewers, yeah. I am fine with it. It's all for the cause, yeah, okay? it's all for the cause. All right? I will step on grapes yeah. in the studio for the there cause. We're going to give you arguments to fight. We're going to be the constant talking points of why it's okay. Like, the market is the best and fair and equal way to distribute housing in this country. We're going to give you all those talking points week after week after week. We should do flashcards, too. I, I no, we should, because you will hear the same arguments on a loop over and over and over again. Charlie Baker saying them constantly. Oh, Every God, Boston I am Globe so sick article of hearing Charlie Baker constant. say anything. Um, so yeah, this is, you know, if you have any comments, rentersrising at gmail.com, uh, send them over. If you have stories, if you are a renter and you want help and you want to like, and you oh, want to, what? No, no, I'm sorry. Keep going. Oh my God. Um, I said that I'll definitely interrupt you accidentally, but that was only one. That's I'll interrupt bad. you all day. That's not So bad. we can interrupt no, no, I got excited. I got 6% left. All right. All right. All right. What do you want to do? Do okay. it. Okay. Um, another plug. If you are out there and you think you're getting ripped off by your landlord you think your landlord is going against the law if you have questions about your rights as a renter we've already mentioned them but city life is the place to go um if you do any like activism work in boston you will hear city life's name and they are just like revered for what they do but in jamaica plain every tuesday evening at 6 30 p.m 284 amory street in jamaica plain um, amory amory a-M-O-R-Y street. I, yeah. Uh, just show up. You don't need an appointment. And they have lawyers there. They have people in the know who know how to help you, give you support. If you're in East Boston, it's every Wednesday evening. Same time, 630 at 28 Paris Street. But they're there to help you. They're incredible. Love wow. City Life. We're going to have them on, too. We're going yes. to talk to them even more about everything they do because we're big fans, big supporters. Um, you know, we'll be, we'll be talking about the upcoming protests. I don't have anything on the agenda right now. I've been very focused on this. I'm extremely happy with how it's uh, coming out right now, but uh, stay tuned. We'll be back. Um, and, you know, we're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We're at Renters Rising. Everything. And if somebody just wanted to follow you on Twitter, what is I'm Splendid Spoon. That's an old one. Uh, they already probably know where to find me. But, yeah, I'm Splendid Spoon on everything, which is interesting because there's, like, a soup delivery company that totally should be offering me money for that domain at this point. That's true. In New York. But I am that person, and uh, it's pretty easy to find me. And who are you? Um, I'm egeorge1215. Oh, God. Because that is my Gmail account. And so I made just everything. What does 1215 mean? Oh, my God. This is, like, the oh. lamest lib thing. Does, is anyone on the chat? Who here knows what happened in the year 1215? <laughs> We're going to do historical I know what here. happened in the year 1066, but I don't know what, what happened in what 1216. What happened in 1066? Battle of why do you know that? I don't know. My history teacher told me to. All uh, right, 1215, the Magna Carta. Was oh, Magna Carta. The Great Charta. Well, we yeah. have a history teacher over here. Somebody's got a degree. Oh, I got quite a few. Okay. But that's why I'm in debt. So we're going to... Uh, we can talk about that, too. Student loan forgiveness and all that. That's going to come up. Um, oh, yeah. All tied together. Oh, uh, one quick thing that I also read in the news today. Uh, or yesterday. So you know how we all had to take out like massive amounts of loans to pay for higher education? The next logical step is now in California, there are loan companies just to help you pay your rent. To take oh, I think I, saw, I think I saw that story. I was suspicious of that. Oh, um, don't do it. If anyone can hear the yeah. sound of my voice, do not do that. That sounds predatory do AF. Do not do it. Yeah. Because they're just going like... to... Never, ever, ever take out private loans for anything. Like, on, like, yeah. like, like just as a rule of thumb... 
I mean, if you have like a good position in life and you take out a thirty uh, back mortgage, I, that's the one I saw on the Wall Street yeah, Journal. Not... Look, look how hip and uh, helpful she is. She does look very cool, and it now makes me. I take it all back. This, this <laughs> uh, do the loan. He's got a date with her next week. Tell pays rent. Yeah, man. Do what you got to do. But yes. Uh, so now they're giving out loans to millennials so that we can just incur um, more debt. This has been the trend since the 1970s. We'll, yeah. We'll talk all about that. Okay. Sounds good. All right. So anyway, we plugged all our stuff. I want another beer. Um, <laughs> we have some more stuff to work out. We're going to roll this up into a podcast, maybe a promo show. Look at all these comments we're getting. I feel for you. I had looked into getting an apartment in the Canton area, but it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I can't even imagine in Boston. I personally have four roommates in one bathroom, and it is ri- ridiculous or ridic. It is four dudes, so there's a lot of that. Um, student loans don't even get me started on that. Yeah, exactly. Actually, student loans are the least of my problems because I have it on auto pay, but let's not even go into credit cards. Yeah. Oh, and if uh, you're in high school and you come across this, do not take out private loans. At all. Make sure all of your loans are public, so that way, hopefully, if we get a good administration, uh, we can wipe them out. But this whole student uh, loan forgiveness, it's going to be such a hurdle if you have private loans, so do not take out private loans, please. Keep it public. Keep it public. Keep it public. All right, so I want to thank everyone listening right now. I'm getting antsy because uh, I actually didn't think this was going to go this well. I'm pretty stoked. I know. I, I didn't even tell any of my friends or family that I was going to do this. I told people, <laughs> and I just like didn't expect to follow through. Look at I'm doing a podcast yeah. again, guys. This is amazing. Um, and so uh, you know, keep stay tuned. We're going to be doing this every Monday night. Uh, we're going to be having a lot of great guests on. I don't want to like give away any spoilers, but it's going to be pretty incredible. Um, I'm Lauren Pespiza. This is Evan George. I'm from the Young Jerks. He's from the DSA. He goes to meetings. I go to local music shows. Um, together you are. Together we are Renters Rising. Oh, I was going to say, please don't make us like in unison say <laughs> that. <laughs> no, I know you were trying to tee that up. We're not going to go Renters Rising. We need to have like... <laughs> If you <laughs> donate to our Patreon, we'll make a video oh, oh. doing that. Oh, no. I, I will sing that on a loop for you so you can fall asleep in that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, all right. Thank you for listening. This was so much fun. Yeah, this is so much fun. Thank you for sh- thank you for coming, Evan. Thanks for all the Google Docs and the content. No, I can't wait to be. Thanks for letting me uh, be a goose to your maverick on this wild ride. Ew, I, I hate that. You don't that. like Top Gun? Uh, I guess. I don't know. What's the uh, reference you want me to use? I don't know. Um, we can think of something. Samwise to your Frodo. No, you don't like Lord of the Rings? I guess. Um. <laughs> Chewy to your Han Solo. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. All right. This is getting weird. Oh, oh, we just had even more people join. Um, all right, we're done. We're done for now. All right. Stay tuned. We'll be back tomorrow. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow. We'll be back Monday night next week with uh, more content. Maybe we'll even have a guest. This is going to be great. All right, bye-bye. Bye. You like Lord of the Rings? <laughs> I'm, not a, I'm not a hobbit. <laughs> but in this scenario, I'm also a hobbit. So, like, it wasn't, like, a status thing. I wasn't Gandalf. <laughs> I'm like the Gandalf of the whole situation. Uh, you Actually, could be the- Herb is kind of the Gandalf of the whole situation. Yeah, yeah.